And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you, to share information with you, to help you make better choices if you want better health. Health is all a matter of choices. The choices that you choose every day as to how you live, what you eat, the level of exercise, the amount of sleep, all the things that we do on a daily basis can be good or bad. And we make the choices whether they are good or bad. And today we have a really good lineup of subjects that we'll talk about as to how to build a better brain. We'll talk about a special substance to build your brain in a better way. And we'll talk about the three most prescribed drugs. The three most prescribed drugs. And what you may want to use as an alternative that does not have side effects or adverse events. And why do you need polyphenols? And what are polyphenols? And where do you find them? And we'll talk about melatonin. It's one of my best subjects. Because for years, and it probably still to today, that people believe only that melatonin is for sleep. But 28,000 studies have shown that melatonin is in every cell in our body. And it's one of the most powerful antioxidants, a very powerful anti-inflammatory, a immune booster, it has many, many benefits and even prevents and treats cancer. Now we'll talk about melatonin for another condition that primarily affects females. And what about dry mouth? Many people have a dry mouth. And then give your gut a boost with almonds. That sounds funny. We'll talk about that today too. But one in 10 Americans over 65 have a certain degree of dementia. One in 10 Americans over 65 have a form of dementia. And then we'll talk about natural ways, guys, how to increase testosterone. So let's go on, get our lineup of information today to share with you. And by the way, if you want more information after the show or anytime during the week, anytime where it's convenient for you, you can always go to my website. We put up a lot of good information on the website 
news studies, videos, podcasts, books, information, my diet. In fact, I'm just writing a book on what I believe is a healthy lifestyle. It's the lifestyle I live. If you want to join me, read my book. It'll be out probably in about two months. I worked on it the last year, and now I just wrapped it up, and it's ready to go to the printers. So that'll be out in about two months. It'll tell you how I live my lifestyle. It's what I choose. It may not be what you choose, but I find it to be the most effective for being in good health. If you want good health, and you don't have it now. Well, whatever you're doing now is causing what you have now. You've got to make change. You can't do the same things over and over again and expect better results. You've got to make change. But we'll help you make change because we are here with more information as to how to do that and also, you can go to my website for a better exercise program, better diet, better quality of life. So how do you build your brain, a better brain, with omega-3 fatty acids? Now, this is going to be a totally different form of omega-3 fatty acid. You could actually preserve better brain function as you age. You know, we all get older. And everything in our body gets older. We slow down. We don't think as fast. We don't learn as easy. We have many things that change in the aging process. But we don't have to lie down and accept that. We can make changes that preserve a better brain function, a better brain health, so we don't age as fast. We can slow down the aging process. We're not going to stop. We may not get to 120, but we can preserve what we have at a higher quality of performance. EPH and DHA are the building blocks for our brain cells. And they protect the brain from inflammation and free radical damage. What is free radical damage? Free radical damage is based on oxidative stress. It's involving oxygen even the oxygen that we breathe, that we could not live without. You know, it's like burning coal. After you burn coal, you have a residue. You have what we would call clinkers. Burnt coal, well, we have clinkers in our body. We have rust in our body. If you lay steel out or iron in the elements in the climate, rain, sun. It'll rust in time. And the rusting 
is a byproduct of oxidative stress. Now, we don't really truly rust, but the oxidative damage damages our cells. Every part of our body will be affected by the free radical damage. What, are, what is oxidative stress? Well, excessive sun. Sun is wonderful for us. Sunshine, you feel fantastic, you feel better, you feel happier. And we make our vitamin D with the sunshine. But when we lay out in the sun and we burn the skin, that we have a really deep sunburn, we've damaged the cells and damaged our skin. That's oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is also caused by pollution, smoking, obesity, poor diet, chemicals, pesticides. Anything that could damage our cells is a process of, free, of oxidative stress. And then that oxidative stress calls on inflammation to come to heal that damage. But sometimes we never give up the oxidative stress. We don't try to protect ourselves from oxidative stress. And most of the nutrition, the foods that contain the antioxidants, are not consumed by Americans. Fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, olive oil. These are very, very powerful antioxidants, preventing oxidative damage. And polyphenols, which we'll talk later today, they are very powerful antioxidants, but they're found in the foods that Americans don't eat. We have a very powerful way of preventing free radical damage. That means protect the cells from damage protect the skin from damage. And new studies now looking at the effects of omega-3 and the amount of omega-3 that we take into our bodies, that it actually improves the markers of brain aging in middle-aged people. Omega-3 fatty acids protect our brain cells and throughout our entire bodies. But today, we are focusing on the brain. Clinical research, clinical trials, including over 2,000 people at an average age of 46, the researchers measured the concentration of EPA and DHA in their red blood cells. They took MRI scans of the brains, gave them tests, of mental function, like memory, processing, the speed of processing, the speed of reasoning and learning. And the results of this test, the study, the subjects or the participants with very little or no evidence of omega-3 fatty acid intake had the worst mental function. Now, this actually even happens in children. 
when children are born, infants are born, they're developing their brain. And they develop their brain even up to the age of 25. They would develop a better functioning brain by taking omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA. It would be much more effective for a healthier brain for children and adults. Even just a small amount of EPA and DHA improved mental function. And with the people having the highest levels also had the highest results for reasoning, cognitive thinking ability, learning skills, memory, and all the conditions that we associate with a better brain function. So better than fish oil, there are some forms of omega-3 fatty acids, and these are very special. Now, most people that take fish oil, it's an oil. It's in soft gel capsules or by liquid, and you take a spoonful. All this fish oil comes from the body of the fish, where the fillets are. There's also is that area where they store the toxins and the poisons, the pesticides, the pollution, are all concentrated in the body of the fish, the fillet, mercury, lead, whatever it might be. And in order to process that oil, they boil the fish in preparation for pressing the oil out of the body of the fish. The boiling at a very high temperature destroys the structure of the omega-3 fatty acids. Then they use hydraulic pressure to squeeze all the oil out that they can because it's a money proposition. The more oil out, the more money they get. So they squeeze all that oil out of the fish. And all the fish that they use are trash fish, fish that would not be edible, fish that nobody would eat at their table. So they squeeze the oil out of those fish. After they boil and squeeze with hydraulic pressure, all the oil out, it's rancid, it stinks, it's terrible. So now they have to deodorize it, clean it up so it's edible. So they have done a tremendous amount of damage to the omega-3 fatty acids. Now all this is from the body of the fish. But there is a high concentration of phospholipid omega-3 from salmon, only salmon, and from the head of the salmon, not the body. Because that's where all the toxins are concentrated. Where the head of the salmon is very clean, pure and safe for everyone, including kids, infants, and pregnant women. Omega-3 bound from the head of the salmon is bound to phospholipids. 
all the EPA and the DHA from the body of the fish are complex to triglycerides. We don't want triglycerides. Triglycerides are not healthy for our heart or for a number of other conditions. And you want a really good ratio of DHA to EPA, like a two-to-one ratio. You want more DHA, especially you want more DHA during a woman's pregnancy as it is important for developing babies. And it's a very efficient transport system, well-absorbed, allows for smaller dosages. Phospholipids are very healthy for the body, especially the brain. Now, in this very special omega-3 from the head of the salmon, there's five phospholipids. These five phospholipids keep our brain functioning healthy and well. And they're exact same five phospholipids that are already in our brain. And they're also a source of polypeptides, peptides, which have health benefits in their own right. And they play a role in reducing anxiety, heart disease, inflammation, and more. Without any harsh processing, no boiling of the salmon, no pressing with hydraulic pressure, very minimal processing, no heat, no pressing, and no chemical solvents. And it's a solid form, not an oil. So there is never any problems with rancidity. Fish oil turns rancid. Fish oil is rancid the majority of the time. Several researchers looked at dozens of oils. And 75% of all the fish oil is already rancid. And there's no need to swallow spoonfuls of oil. All you need is one or two tablets or capsules of omega-3 fatty acid from the head of the salmon, which is where all the nutrition is. And you will have better brain function for the future. Now, here's a very interesting subject. We have so many drug prescriptions available. Drugs, drugs, drugs. What we need is food as it food is your medicine. And supplements to fill in the gap of the food that no longer is as healthy as it should be. So much of our food is genetically modified. Chemically, chemically changed for the wrong reasons, not to improve the nutrition, but to make the food last longer on the shelf, to make it less damaging or bruising, to ripen faster, to be sweeter, to be softer, not to be nutritious, 
not to have more nutrients. Because in the time that they are doing this, they are losing all the nutrients. So here are three of the most prescribed drugs today. And they're natural alternatives if you want to use something naturally rather than a drug. <clears throat> These are the most prescribed drugs in the United States. Lipitor. Lowering cholesterol, reducing cholesterol levels. 26 million people take it to reduce cholesterol levels. 26 million. Causes side effects, major side effects. Some side effects that you'll never be able to live without reducing them. You can't reduce them. The side effects are there to stay. And those side effects major are pain. Cause muscle pain. Loss of memory, acute amnesia, very bad drug, when actually we can't live without cholesterol. We need cholesterol. It's our friend. The only time it's bad, because it's a fat, is when it becomes oxidized, oxidative stress. But for those that don't want to use Lipitor, or tried it and they had so much pain they couldn't take it, or maybe they just want to change. The natural choice is AMLA, A-M-L-A. AMLA is the botanical name for Indian gooseberry. It raises the HDL. That's the good cholesterol. The more the better. And it raises the HDL by up to about 15%, and prevents oxidative stress of the bad cholesterol, and also lowers triglycerides by about 24%. So it might be advantageous for you to change. I'm not telling you to go off your drugs. That's between you and your physician. But maybe if you know this may help better, or equally as effective, you might want to change. The second drug is Synthroid. 20 million people take it to support their thyroid, underactive thyroid, hypothyroidism. Synthroid. And Synthroid doesn't work. Synthroid is T4. The active form of the thyroid is T3. Synthroid is T4. The theory is that T4 will convert in the body to T3. That's possible. Not always done. And there are some people that can't convert T4 to T3. I have met many, many people taking Synthroid and they don't feel any different after they started taking it than they did before. It just doesn't work. I had one woman say she was on it for 20 years and she never felt anything different. Her whole life was not anything different. So what is the natural choice to replace Synthroid? Well, your thyroid cannot work at all without iodine. 
We need iodine plus an amino acid, which comes from protein, called L-tyrosine. L-tyrosine and iodine combine together to produce thyroxin. Thyroxin is the natural hormone of the thyroid. And then it's also complex with selenium, and selenium is a synergistic factor to iodine and L-tyrosine. Now, this actually is the building blocks of the thyroid hormone. You cannot make thyroxin, and therefore you will have an underactive thyroid. If you can't produce thyroxin, your thyroid is not going to work. So when your thyroid doesn't work, they give you a drug. But naturally, the answer is to make thyroxin in your body, but you have to have the tools to do that. And the tools are iodine and L-tyrosine and selenium. Okay, the third drug, metformin. 20 million people take metformin to lower blood sugar levels and A1C. Now, what is the natural choice? There is a natural choice that works just as effectively as metformin, and there are no side effects. There are no adverse events. There is nothing that can cause any damage to your body. And the natural choice is an herb that has been studied for over 60 years in Europe, particularly in Germany. It's an herb that grows in Central America and Mexico. It's a tree. And this compound, which is a polyphenol, all these natural, wonderful compounds are polyphenols. And the polyphenol or the herb is called Hintonia lactiflora. H-I-N-T-O-N-I-A, Hintonia, Lactiflora, L-A-T-I-F-L-O-R-A, Hintonia, Lactiflora. Lowers blood sugar, lowers A1C levels as effectively as metformin. There have been over 20 studies done on Hintonia and studied for over 60 years in Europe. And it's highly effective for lowering blood sugar levels and A1C. These are some natural choices. You've got amla, iodine and L-tyrosine, Antonia, to replace the three most overprescribed drugs in America, in the U.S. Here's a way to change your life. And with that, my friends, I've got to pause. We're here at the bottom of the hour. It's time for us to take a station break. And we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. I'm going to be here. I hope you will, too. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally, and this is Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can join us, as you may be now, joining us here on the radio. But you can join us anywhere around the world by going to our website, terrytalksnutrition.com, and you can click on the radio show section and click on live, and you can listen to us anywhere around the world live. 
You just have to be aware that you have to change your time to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. If that's inconvenient, then all you have to do is go into the radio show section and you can pull up any show you want and listen listen at your convenience. You can take it with you, take it to bed, take it when you exercise, take it when you're jogging, wherever you go, you can take our radio show with you. Listen to it, gain more information, gain better health, feel better. And that's what it's all about. Getting old doesn't mean you have to be decrepit. Getting old doesn't mean you're losing all your faculties. You're slowing all that down. The healthier you stay, the longer you'll have all of those wonderful attributes. Just hang on to them, preserve them. Why do you need polyphenols? Now I've mentioned polyphenols twice in the first half of the program. After all the vitamins and minerals that we need and we require to be healthy, the next category of nutrients are called polyphenols. And they're called polyphenols because poly means many, and the phenols are a chemical structure of the compounds that are found in foods. Foods, foods. Yes, food is our medicine. So we need these every day. They're very, very powerful. And new studies are coming out all the time on the importance of polyphenols. Unfortunately, the American diet, as, as it is consumed today, does not supply an abundance of polyphenols. We don't have them in our diet. They're found primarily in food, actually found in plants, plant food, fruits and vegetables. But they are very powerful, protective, antioxidants, anti-inflammatory compounds that are found in plants. And a new study looked at the effects of polyphenols and the intake of polyphenols in children. Children don't eat fruits and vegetables. Our diet is very, very sad, SAD, which stands for Standard American Diet, SAD, SAD. Now, researchers tested polyphenol levels in over 1,000 children between the ages of 11 and 14 and compared the results to each participant's cardiovascular health, cholesterol, blood sugar, and blood pressure. The results of this study, the higher the level of polyphenols in the body, the better the heart health score. But polyphenols work on everything, every condition known to us. Kids with the highest polyphenol levels had heart health 20% higher 
than those with only moderate polyphenol intake. And these are free. Well, you have to pay for the food, but they're not drugs. You can get them anywhere by following the, the best diet possible. And who needs the polyphenols? Everybody does. You and I should not or could not live healthy if we don't have an abundance of polyphenols. The standard American diet, as I mentioned before, spells out SAD, S-A-D. And why? Too much sodium, hydrogenated fat, refined grains, and tons of sugar, soft drinks, literally garbage, coffee drinks, loaded with sugar. And these are all completely lacking in polyphenols. Foods with polyphenols include coffee. That's why they found coffee to be so beneficial for the liver and for other conditions. At one time, we thought coffee was bad for us until we found out that coffee contained a high level of antioxidants, a high level of polyphenols, as well as tea, most fruits, vegetables. And you know, in the Mediterranean country, Italy, Spain, Greece, those countries have a better quality of life and health. They're stronger, more durable. They have more stamina because they eat two of the foods that have the highest concentration of polyphenols. Wine and extra virgin olive oil. Very powerful source of polyphenols and then also nuts, seeds, and berries. All the research has shown that polyphenols are powerful antioxidants that protects your body. Antioxidants preserve the health of your body. Now, oxidative stress causes the breakdown of metal. Over time, bridges collapse because the steel that forms the bridge continually rusts out due to salt and other chemicals, pollution. In fact, the Golden Gate Bridge is continuously painted. They start at one end and they paint it all the way to the other end and they start all over again because they are putting a coating on that bridge to protect it from the salt air and the moisture. So if you take rust, excuse me, if you take iron and you put it in the elements and leave it outside in the rain, sun, snow, eventually it's going to rust. Cars rust out. But if you coat them, Maybe you put some kind of a rubberized coat or a nice layer of paint 
it doesn't rust out. So the paint and the rubberizing compound are protectants to prevent oxidative stress. Well, we have antioxidants in our food. They're known as polyphenols. And they neutralize the dangerous free radicals and can fight inflammation to lower your risk of the following diseases. This is all research. I'm not making this up. This is not my idea. This is not my theory. I just look at all the scientific websites like PubMed and read the research. Thousands of studies have proven that polyphenols prevent and can treat cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, arthritis. So here is my solution. In the countries of the Mediterranean area, olive oil is highly praised. And they consume it every day. Not just sprinkling on a salad, not dipping bread in it, but drink it. Seriously. I ran into a gentleman in Athens, Greece. He was taking us on a guide of the Acropolis and other areas of Athens. And uh, we got into a conversation over lunch. And I, I love olive oil. I have made quite a study of olive oil. And I use it very, very heavily in my diet daily. So I want to know more. And Greece is one of the most highly consumed olive oil by all of their population. And I asked him about it. And he, finally, he said, that's funny because he said, my family has an olive orchard. We have over 700 trees. I said, how much do you produce? He said, about 1,000 liters of oil. Now, what do you do with it? Well, 200, 200 liters stays with the family. And the others, we make sure that our friends and family, our extended family, get the oil as well. And I said, what do you think of olive oil? Why do you take olive oil? Well, in fact, he said, my father is in his mid-90s, and he still works out in the orchard when we are harvesting the olives and also going through the pressing, stone pressing of the olive oil. And he said years ago, he had a very bad stomach. He, had, he was very unhealthy. And his doctor prescribed that he would drink a cup of olive oil before breakfast, 10 to 15 minutes before breakfast, on an empty stomach, then have breakfast, and then coffee or espresso is not consumed until about 30 minutes after breakfast. And this is not just one incident. Many, many of all the Mediterranean countries consume about a quarter of a cup of olive oil per day. In America, it's less than a half a teaspoon of olive oil per individual per year. They consume about 20 liters 
per individual per year. It is a huge staple of their daily diet. So I recommend highly at least, at least two tablespoons of olive oil daily. And then also you can get polyphenols from curcumin, green tea, propolis, grape seed extract, and apple extract. In fact, this formulation contains about 250 milligrams of polyphenols per capsule per day. Most experts believe we should be getting somewhere between 500 and 1,000 milligrams of polyphenols daily. If you want to know more about polyphenol, it's a very fascinating group of compounds, 8,000 polyphenols in our diet, in our food. So go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com, and there you'll find my book available, Polyphenols. It may save your life. Polyphenols are that healthy and restorative and regenerative of the body. Melatonin. I love this subject too. Most people think it's for sleep. Well, it is to, a, to an extent, but it's not just for sleep. There are so many reasons why we should be taking melatonin every day, every individual, every day. It's a supplement we can't live without. Every cell in our body has a receptor site for melatonin. It's a natural molecule. It is not a hormone. It's a natural molecule produced by the pineal gland in our brain. But they can find melatonin in all of our food, all of our beverages, in every living substance. Melatonin is everywhere. And 28,000 studies shows that it's a very powerful antioxidant, a very powerful anti-inflammatory compound. It's a powerful immune booster. Melatonin is a molecule that we can't live without. But yet we are trying to. Because so few people believe that it should be taken every day. And here, here's another reason. When you go to my website, I wrote a book on melatonin. It is so valuable for our health that I wanted to make sure that everybody understood the value of melatonin. And it's not just for sleep. And here, endometriosis is a condition that women experience when tissue that lines the uterus starts to grow outside of the uterus, usually in the fallopian tubes or the ovaries. This uterine tissue is shed during a menstrual cycle. But the endometrial tissue outside of the uterus, uterus is not. And therefore, it leads up to a buildup of abnormal tissue and causing inflammation, scarring, and cysts. Symptoms of endometriosis 
include painful cramps, fatigue, and irregular menstrual cycles. Now, melatonin has been found to improve endometriosis. Research that found that women who work even a few hours at night have increased risk of endometriosis and that women who work 50% or more of their work hours at night have doubled the risk of having this condition. Why? Because melatonin and melatonin levels are lower in people who work at night. Researchers tested melatonin as a treatment for endometriosis. Women between the ages of 18 and 45 with pelvic pain associated with endometriosis took either a placebo or 10 milligrams of melatonin for eight weeks. Now here's the results. I am, I am so, um, I, I would, I'd like to get everybody to realize that melatonin is so powerful and a necessary daily supplement. We don't make enough of it. And melatonin is, is actually inhibited from production in the body from light. And we have lights on all the time. Past midnight. Everybody has lights on. Now, the results of this study, this test, women in the melatonin group had a 40% reduction in pain scores, 38% reduction in painful menstrual cycles, 80% less likely to need a pain medication, improved sleep quality, all by taking 10 milligrams of melatonin. Now, if you want to take melatonin for sleep, then take it at nighttime. But if you want it to treat all the conditions that have been researched by experts on melatonin, take it during the day. No, it will not put you to sleep. Nothing natural will put you to sleep. You'll not get drowsy. You'll not get groggy. You're going to get healthier. Take it during the day to treat these conditions. All the research, 28,000 studies that were not done on sleep, but done on other conditions, were all taken during the day. Dry mouth. Now, here's some help. Dry mouth actually happens when there is not enough saliva, otherwise called spit, to keep the mouth wet. All of the inside cavity of the mouth is filled with a mucous membrane. If you put your finger in your mouth and you rub your finger on the inside of your cheek, that's a mucous membrane, and it should be very wet. 
with a, with a good supply of mucus. Unfortunately, dry mouth can keep chewing and swallowing difficult. It actually increases the risk of tooth decay and infections in the mouth. It really is not a cause, or aging, I should say, is not a cause of dry mouth. As you get older, you don't normally get a dry mouth. But there are conditions that cause dry mouth. Diseases like diabetes or Sjogren's syndrome, which is a form of arthritis. The side effect of medications, drugs, drugs dry out the mouth, especially chemo drugs, cancer treatments, radiation or chemotherapy can damage the, the glands in the mouth that produce the saliva. So drugs are one of the biggest culprits to produce dry mouth. So there's a way to increase the quality of the mucous membrane in the mouth. Sea buckthorn berries are a very rich source of omega fatty acids, omega-6, omega-3, omega-9, and in this case, omega-7. Maybe you have not heard of omega-7. And they help restore mucous membranes, the skin that lines the inside of the mouth, as well as other parts of the body, like the vagina or any other cavity, the lungs, the stomach, the intestines, the bladder, and even inside the eyelid. So people that have dry eyes, the sea buckthorn berries with omega-7 bring back moisture to the eye and moisture to the nasal passages. People get dry nose. Sea buckthorn has been shown to improve moisture and relieve dry mouth associated with Sjogren's syndrome as well as dry skin, dry vaginal tissue, and in in, especially in postmenopausal women, and restore moisture to the eyes so you prevent dry eyes. 48% improvement in skin hydration and 25% improvement in skin elasticity, elasticity less wrinkles. Postmenopausal women experience less thinning of the vaginal wall, which causes dryness and discomfort, versus the placebo group. Some participants taking two grams of sea buckthorn oil daily had less redness and burning and increased fluid in their eyes versus the placebo group. Wonderful for dry eyes. How much should you take and what should you look for? Well, for basic health maintenance, a soft gel capsule of 500 milligrams daily of sea buckthorn oil. Now make sure you get an oil that is primarily from the fruit, not the seed. 
The seed contains omega-3, 6, and 9. But omega-7 actually comes from the pulp of the fruit. So sometimes treatment dosages might be 2 to 3 grams daily, at least in the beginning. And then you can reduce the dosage as you become more saturated. Now look for sea buckthorn oil from the berry, the pulp. And the seed, and the seed, yes. But I've seen companies selling sea buckthorn seed oil. And the oil does not contain omega-7. So it doesn't work. You want to make sure you get the sea buckthorn oil and the seed oil together. And sea buckthorn oil is, is one of the most potent. It contains over 200 natural nutrients that make our body healthier. And actually, capsules, the soft gels, can be chewed and the oil swished around in the mouth. The taste is, is, is relatively mild. It's very pleasant. I've done it, if not bad at all. And then bathing the mouth mucous membranes or the tissue directly can be very helpful for many conditions. So it works extremely well. So that, my friends, I've only got about a minute left of the program, so it's about time to wrap it up for today. But I'll be back here on Sunday tomorrow, 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we're here always to share with you ways to improve the quality of your health. You know, drugs are life-saving at times, but they don't treat everything right. There's always major side effects. And in some cases, some side effects are death. Yeah, they even put it on the leaflet of the drug may cause death. Now, that's a serious side effect. So natural ways of doing it provide a tremendous benefit. So when you can choose a natural alternative, give it time. Things don't change in a day or two. It might take a month or two. So give it some time before you decide that the alternative isn't the choice. But in many, many cases, it's going to be the choice. And with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. And God bless you, my friends. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.